KJAMS 105.3. It's in there pretty with me. Your favorite radio reverend, Preach Easy in the morning. And now it's my favorite time of the morning. Time to go ahead and dive on into the word. But before we dive on in, allow me to reintroduce myself. They call me Preach Easy, not because I'm easy on the eyes. Because I believe the gospel should be easy like your Sunday morning. That means here on KJAMS 105.3, we're going to be diving into those nitty gritty tough questions. You know, answering the questions that you ask yourself in the middle of the night. Like, who am I? What is my purpose? Why did God make me? Well, I believe all the answers that are real easy because, well, they start with you. You just need a little bit of help along the way. And that's what I'm here for. Your favorite radio reverend, the most poppin' podcast pope. Oh, yes. You can find me on all streaming platforms, wherever it is that you get your podcast, wherever it is that you listen to your music. You just go ahead and type in Preach Easy. It's so simple. You just type in. It even works in Google. P-R-E-A. C-H, put a little space in between E dot Z. It's just that simple. And that way you're going to be able to tune in and continue up with us because today, look, Lord, today we are diving into day number three of our starting seven series. If you haven't been with us, the starting seven are the first seven days of creation. We've been diving into Genesis and talking all about it. But before we dive on in, let's go ahead and clear the space for the Lord to move and to groove through us. Let's go ahead and gather up those issues, those challenges, those problems, those situations we may have been carrying for the past week, the past month, for however long. Let's go ahead and just give them on over to God now. Just breathe them on out. Just... And now that we gave God our issues and problems and situations, we created a clear space. Let's allow God to move and groove through us. Let's breathe in those promises, those blessings, the good news, the gospel that God may have for us in the next week, the next month. Lord, if you're willing, we'll take it in the next 30 minutes, next 30 seconds. Let's just breathe in all that God has for us in here. And now, let's go ahead. Like I was saying, we are diving in today. If this is your first time with me, then welcome on back. We are diving in today to our starting seven series, talking about day number three, staying connected. Diving in today on day number three, talking about staying connected. It don't matter who you are, where you are, what age, life range, what you got going on. At some point in our lives, or maybe currently, We have all had this craving, this need and necessity to feel connected. Staying connected is one of the most common occurrences amongst us, whether it's on social media right now. Right now, we're connected. Maybe it's in your everyday individual life at work or in love connections. Maybe connecting with family members or friends. Whatever it is in life, all of creation has this craving for connection. It starts off small and going from atoms to cells to tissues and organs to grander organisms. It goes from whether you're young as a toddler to old as an elder. It goes whether you're rich or to your poor. If you've been well experienced and well traveled to if you've never even left up the block. Every last one of creation is looking for some type of connection. All of us are looking for some type of connection. For many people, their first thought goes to this romantic connection, but that's not what I'm talking about here. See, if we get so stuck on these romantic connections, we miss out on the grander connections that we have with all of creation. But for many of us there, we're sitting there thinking, nah, easy, not me. 
Nah, I've had my fill of connections. I don't got no feelings. I ain't got no friends. I don't want any more connections. And you may be thinking that now, but at some point in your life, there was a desire for connections. And when that connection ended up bad, that's when you decided to cut off all connections. We all have a craving for connection. But through this craving of connection, this constant connection between all of creation, not all of them turn out great. Not all of them are symbiotic, simply meaning that they're both beneficial to both parties. No, many of the connections are parasitic. See, in life and in creation, we've been diving and talking about days, the original starting seven days. The first seven days of Genesis, and if this is your first time hearing about Genesis, then allow Preach Easy to teach you a little something. Genesis is the first chronological book of the Bible, and how the authors of the Bible and those constructed it, they wanted Genesis to be the first story to represent the beginning of history, even though it was not the first story written in the Hebrew and Christian context. That would be Job. No, see, Genesis is placed at the front and at the beginning because it's supposed to represent and supposed to tell us all about the beginning of creation. We started on the first day where God existed in darkness and said, let there be light. Then we went to the second day where God split the heavens and the the, uh, the waters of the heavens and the water of the earth. And now we are on day number three. And on day number three in Genesis 1 verse 9, and God said, Let the water under the sky be gathered to one place and let dry ground appear. And it was so. God called the dry ground land and gathered the waters he called seas and God saw that it was good. See, this is a good connection, a symbiotic one, one that leads to good. And as you'll see in the next verse, it leads to life. In verse number 11, God said, let the land produce vegetation, seed bearing plants and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed in it, according to their various kinds. And it was so. The land produced vegetation, plants bearing seed according to their kinds and trees bearing fruit with seed in it, according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. And then there was evening and then there was morning. And that was the third day. This is the word of God. Thanks be to God. This is, on day number three, an example of all of creation being connected. For many of us, these connections that occur, these constant connections, whether they be symbiotic or parasitic, we have so many interactions and they're this constant flow, but what God desires for us are symbiotic connections. In the beginning in Genesis, the connections that God establishes through creation, because this is the first time that waters are gathering together, the first time that land has even appeared and now is gathering together. And as soon as they connect, despite their differences, they share one thing, life, vegetation, spreading across the land and through the seas. And in the following days, this connection, this symbiotic connection will lead to life being both in the seas and in the skies through birds and through fish. See, this connection is what God is calling all of us to have, a symbiotic connection and not a parasitic one. If this is your first time and you didn't grow up on Animal Planet or Discovery Kids like I did, then allow me to update you with all of my childhood nerd knowledge. 
A parasitic connection is a connection that's like a parasite that you can imagine. The first thing that you may think of is a flea that may be on your dog. Or when you go hiking through the woods, you're worried about ticks. These are all parasitic connections. Maybe if you're going swimming in a really nasty lake, you're worried about leeches that are sucking your bud. This is a parasitic connection. Maybe your brain starts thinking about that one person that only calls or only bothers you whenever they need money or a ride to the airport. This is a parasitic connection. See, parasitic connections are current and constant throughout creation. And even though they are constantly there, they are not what God calls us to have. Symbiotic connections or symbiotic connections are what God desires and calls for us. These parasitic ones, these ones that take more than what they get, these parasites only harm and drain us. Many of us have issues and problems with forming other connections because for so long we have been in parasitic connections. Connections that did not give to us but only caused harm to us. If symbiotic connections give life, then that would have to mean that parasitic connections only lead to death. And not only death for those that are being drained from, but also those that find themselves being the parasite in this connection. See, so often what's known in nature about parasites or parasitic connections is actually those parasites are unable to survive without some hosts that they're draining from, without something else that they're pulling from constantly. See, in these connections, oftentimes people are in trouble or in issues or do not trust themselves or can't communicate what they need. And so they just drain and take and leech away until there's nothing left or there's no one left to connect with. This is not what God calls for us. God calls for a symbiotic relationship, a symbiotic connection that produces life instead of death. This symbiotic connection is seen in Genesis whenever God is connecting the waters in the, in the ground and the water in the lands on earth to come together, producing vegetation, producing life, and eventually on the other days, producing. God is calling for a symbiotic connection. But many of us are sitting there wondering, well, how do I get a symbiotic connection? Symbiotic connections can look like the examples of humans and dogs, trees and moss. If you're sitting there like easy, what? Trees and moss, if you did not know, in any forest that you see, all of those trees are connected in a symbiotic relationship. Underground, there are roots that are connecting and touching one another, and there are moss that is covering these roots. And this symbiotic connection is actually protecting and passing not only nutrients back and forth between the trees, but also information. If there's a forest fire on the whole other side of the forest, all of the trees that are in that connection, that have that symbiotic connection, are aware that a forest fire is going on. And they're already setting up their fire drills. They're already dropping acorns or kicking up dirt so that they can protect themselves. This is all going on because of a symbiotic connection. A symbiotic connection that God wants us to have with all of creation. One of the other things about a symbiotic connection that is so inspiring, that is so powerful, is that symbiotic connections oftentimes save you from parasitic ones. Have you ever been in a friendship or a relationship that was so good, that was so great, that you start thinking back on the past situations or past connections that you thought were powerful, that you thought were positive for that point in time, and now you're looking back like, dang, that wasn't even as good as I could have had it. I thought that I had the world at that point, but no, now I'm looking back and seeing that, that was a parasitic connection and not a symbiotic one. 
In nature, you'll see big old mammals or animals in Africa, and there'll be birds that are on their back and picking at their back all the time. And you may be sitting there thinking, that must hurt or that must bother them. But what that symbiotic connection is actually doing is getting rid of the parasites that have been on their back. A symbiotic connection is actually supposed to liberate you and save you from the parasitic ones. And that right there is why God is calling us to have a symbiotic connection and not a bunch of parasitic ones. It's easy to have parasitic connections to where we're just taking or being taken from, but it is empowering and it is liberating. It's giving you life to have symbiotic connections. But you're sitting there saying, it's not that easy, easy. I'm surrounded or all I can give are parasitic connections. Then let Preach Easy teach something easy. A symbiotic connection all comes down to trust and communication. Oftentimes those of us who have been only in parasitic communications or connections have difficulty with trust and communication. A symbiotic connection requires first trust. It can be difficult to trust another, especially when we're talking about all of creation. Because early on in human development, our brain starts to change and recognize that everything that we see is not us. If you ever look at a baby, one of the reasons they touch things and put things in their mouth is because they're learning to understand what is me and what is not me. And through that learning of what is me and what is not me, we start to recognize that other sentient humans or beings or animals or things are not us. And so we have to question, can I trust this? Can I trust this other thing in creation that looks so distinct from me, that is so different from me? And if you're a baby, I can't fit in my entire mouth from me. See, that discernment, that difference of this is not me has a fear or a lack of trust. And if you found yourself in parasitic connections more often than not, then you have a difficulty in trusting any connection, let alone a connection with something else. But here is where God comes in. Because even if we cannot trust or do not have the knowledge or memory or, or history to trust that other connection, we have the knowledge and history and love to know that God is there to make the connection happen. That if God is there taking care of us in all of these situations and all these points and all these parasitic connections we've been able to break free from and been able to walk away from, then and if we know that God is trying to create symbiotic relationships, we can first trust that God is going to provide for us in it. And from that connection, recognizing that God's going to take care of me and God's going to do everything good for me then I can start to at least give the trust that God would take care of another creature. Why would God hurt both creatures? See, parasitic connections hurt both ends of them. And if God is trying to create symbiotic connections, if God is only here to bless you and take care of your future, then why would God set you up in a parasitic connection? The first initial piece is trusting that God is setting you up in these connections. But the second part is oftentimes in parasitic connections, we end up not trusting ourselves not trusting our own abilities, saying that I don't know if I can trust that I'll be there every day for you, that I can always provide this or that for you, that I can wake up and remind you of this, or I can wake up and tell you that, or if I can provide for you in this way. Sometimes we don't trust ourselves, especially after being berated and pulled down by so many parasitic connections. But by trusting in God, it's not only creating a connection to trust the other, by trusting in God, we're learning to trust ourselves. 
trusting that God can account and be there for all of our shortcomings, all of our missteps and all of our mistakes, even when we're not able to communicate them. But communication is the second part of a symbiotic connection. See, because we have to share with not only our partner, but with God, what we can and cannot do. And both through our partner and through God, we're able to account for what is missing or what's needed. By saying to our partner, I can't provide this, you may learn that your partner is more than willing to fill in that role, to uplift and hold it back. If anything, they may have just been waiting for that connection to say, actually, I need this. And if neither can, that's when you communicate to God because there's a trust that connected in that symbiotic connection that says if there's anything missing between this to make sure it stays symbiotic, God is there to fill it out. All of creation is called for or craves for connection of some way, of some sort. Sadly, a lot of those connections end up parasitic, where instead of producing life, it produces death. Where instead of trust, there is mistrust. And instead of communication, there's silence. A lot of times, parasitics, connections, and parasites don't communicate. Because if they were to communicate, to share, and let it be known that they, would, they were there, the connection would be severed. But because God calls for all of creation to have a symbiotic connection, no one is stuck in a parasitic connection. No one is stuck as a parasite. Even a leech or a tick still has to have some symbiotic relationship with itself with its own offspring. So even those creatures in God's creations are not always stuck in a parasitic connection, which means even you, every human, every person that's being created or has been loved and established by God still has the potential, the ability to trust, communicate, and create a symbiotic connection. This is your favorite radio, Reverend Preach Easy, praying for you until you hear from me again. Signing off.